Set your phasers to sexy Welcome to another episode of True North Nerd. Yay! Woo! This week we're talking the news and we're we're playing a fun little game because uh, not much new has come out in the last little while. But uh, before <laughs> we get to that, we have Kevin. Hello. We have Jen. Hi. And we have Ryan. Hello. So Ryan, what's yes. in the news this week? What is what is in the news this week? Uh, that's a real good question, Brent. Ooh, okay. So for those of you out there who like us, uh, are fans of Batman, uh, the Batman '89 movie, and the original Superman movie, well, uh, you'll be able to follow those movies up now with uh, new direct uh, to digital comic book series. Hmm. They are coming out this... Oh, crap. I had it written down here somewhere. Oh, well. Sometime soon. Oh, this July. There it is. It's like the third word in the sentence. Ha-ha. This July, they'll be uh, coming to, uh, you know, your computer screens. Uh, The Batman 89 is written by Sam Hamm, who's a co-writer of the original 89 movie, Mm -hmm. and Batman Returns. So um, he'll be continuing the story. This is supposed to take place after the second movie before the uh, Joel Schumacher movies. And it's going to uh, give us some more Batwoman, not Batwoman, Catwoman stuff. Um, we're supposed to get uh, the continuation of the, um, of the, the Billy D Williams as Harvey Dent. It grows into two face storyline and um, we're going to meet a new Robin. Ooh. I, then, I wonder if it's going to be uh, one of the Wayans brothers. Because <laughs> that's who know. it was supposed to be. Uh, oh, I'm it trying to Marlin, remember which it? one it was. Wasn't it Marlin? Yes. Yes, it was. So that could be interesting to find out. We'll find out. And then, uh, yeah, so the Superman comic is supposed to take place between Superman and Superman 2. So hmm. Prezod. Interesting. And, and pre, you know, cellophane chest piece that flies out and catches people. Cool. Uh, ooh, Jen. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite episode of Teen Titans Go? The night begins to shine. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to hear this. There's Teen Titans Go is getting a spinoff series where the team returns to the Night Begins to Shine world to battle a new threat. The whole show is just taking, the whole series will be taking place in that world. Cool. Um, I saw that. I got excited. I figured I knew something that you would be too. I knew that one would tickle your fancy. That that damn song that they play in there. Oh my God. It's an awesome song. (laughs) It is. It gets stuck in your head though. It's such an oh, earworm. Oh yeah, for like months. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's still awesome. And, and uh, oh, Ghostbusters Afterlife has finally been given a, a rating. It is going to be PG thirteen, at least in the Ooh. U.S. Up here, it'll probably just be PG or double A, but it's uh, PG thirteen for supernatural action and some suggestive references. I think our episodes can get uh, rated PG-13 for suggestive references sometimes. When is that movie supposed to come out? Good question. Oh, I forget. Uh, I think it got bumped to, oh my God, either the fall or next year. Okay. 
it just has been bumped around so much that I've lost. I'm starting to lose hope in ever seeing this thing. But mm-hmm. since it's been rated, it makes me think that it's been bumped to the fall, like right. November. Ooh, uh, okay. Uh, Umbrella Academy season three has started filming. There's been cool. reports I still from the seen set. Season two. Oh, you should watch it. Season two is. Uh, I think season two is better than season one. But that's just me. yeah. I've, it's on my to watch list. Oh, I know this is on your to watch list, Jen. I know because I know you watched it already. We got a new trailer for Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> nope. That's not I a thought it looked I... a lot better than I was expecting. Eh. It's just no, not a franchise take... I care much about. Oh no. No, but I think they're taking it in the right direction. It's a, that's the kind of franchise that needs to have, you know, like the, the gore, the fights, the blood. Like that's what the game is. So if you're gonna make a movie, you gotta have it be that way and try not to be too campy, like the old movies were. And uh, I don't know. It looks like it could be entertaining. It looked like it was just an excuse to make those gruesome death scenes in like real life. Mm. Pretty much what it is. Yeah, so that's not my thing. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> uh, we did get another trailer. We got one for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Mm-hmm. Where we see the Joker teaming up with Batman in the dark, the, the Nightmare Universe. Oh, I think it'll be interesting when that comes out next month. And I have just read confirmation that it will be on Crave plus HBO in Canada. So if you have Crave with HBO subscription, then that's where you'll see it. March 18th is when it drops. Woohoo! That is a... Ooh, that's a Thursday. Yes. I'll be watching that. Uh, oh, and then the other trailer, which might be my favorite trailer that we got. We just got this one today. And it was a new trailer for Invincible. Ooh. Did you guys get a chance to watch that one? I'm looking one forward to that. I have not seen that I yet. I haven't seen the second one, no. Uh, I, I don't know which trailer I watched, if it was the first or the second one, but I watched a trailer and it looked good. <laughs> was there violence and fighting and it wasn't just them throwing a baseball around? Yes, there was violence and fighting. Then that was the new trailer. Okay, I haven't <laughs> seen the, the first trailer then. Okay, the first trailer is pretty much just kind of a clip and it's just uh, father and son floating above the house throwing a baseball that orbits the planet and then they catch it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so for invincible fans out there, it, uh, it's starting to look like we're going to get a whole bunch of that early on stuff. Like, I don't know how many episodes this is, but it looks like we're getting the fight with the interdimensional aliens. Cause we see them fighting aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we in this new trailer we see Battle Beast, mm-hmm. um, and then they, we even see a little bit of the the early twist, which I don't want to give away because I, I don't think Kevin's read them yet. So I have not. Yeah, yes, I, but think, I, I think I am aware I, of the twist. Probably. I've read the first of the big volumes that Brent has. I've read the first yes. volume. Volume one, and I've read most of volume two, and I like that the trailer hasn't spoiled anything from those first two volumes or told me what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, that's my job. I yeah. should uh, no spoilers. Read, I should read that. Yes, like I said, Kev, just, if you can't find it on Hoopla, let me know. You can borrow my I'm trades. Just checking Hoopla right now. Invincible. No, it is not on Hoopla. Interesting. Not on Hoopla. That's okay. a little weird considering it's an image book. Yeah. And Maybe a Kirkman it's book. It's probably because of the show that they didn't want to put it on, on Hoopla or they couldn't afford Hoopla couldn't afford it. So. Because they want to sell them. Oh, yeah, no, it, it showed Hoopla, up it? when I searched for Invincible, it didn't show up. But when I searched for Robert Kirkman, it does. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, OK, mm-hmm. good. I was trying to make up an excuse, so I'm glad it's there. 
So there you go. Go find it there, read it, watch it, love it. Buy the action figures this July. It is very Ah. good. The first trade is only four issues. That's not right. Invincible Volume 1, Family Matters is issues 1 to 4. I don't know. Well, that's... Oh, oh, they, oh, there's also, yeah. Well, that's when Image was doing those, like, buy the first trade really cheap, and we'll only put a few issues into it. It looks like most of those uh, trades are only four issues, four to five. Anyway, it's available. Yeah, it is. I can, can, can confirm one to four. There are 25 volumes of it available on Hoopla. Well, there you go. There's also 25 volumes of it available in Ryan's office. Ah. <laughs> well, With, I'm not in well, Ryan's office right now. We've got a chunk of them. Minus uh, four or five issues, volumes, because they're at Brent's office. I can't download it right now either. I've got to call the library to get my card renewed. <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so look forward to an upcoming Invincible episode. Ooh. And I will do you know when that starts? Uh, well, way to put me on the spot. It was on the commercial. I don't know. But, uh, well, somebody else looks that up for me. I am looking it up right now. That's what <laughs> uh, we have uh, DuckTales, another one of our favorite series, has had an announcement. It is ending. Yes. Season three will be the final season. Uh, the final episode will air on March 15th at 7 p.m. on uh, whatever the Disney Channel is called. Disney XD. <laughs> That's the one. And it's a 90-minute uh, finale. Yeah. I think there's nine episodes less right now. Yeah. I haven't been watching the third season. I'm waiting for it to be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I know. There's so many awesome episodes that we hear about, so I want to... That's why I haven't been able to you know, catch them. So Apparently, there's a big crossover with Tailspin before the end. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and Invincible debuts on March 26th. Awesome. On Amazon Prime. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so lots of stuff coming to us this March. Yes. Uh, also coming out this March, uh, March 30th will be the home... Uh, physical home release for uh, Wonder Woman 84. The Blu-ray and DVD comes out then. So in March, I think a few weeks before that, there'll be uh, your digital copies that you'll be able to you know, rent and buy it in like iTunes and other places like that. So, Or cheaper than $30? P- possibly. <laughs> and oh, I guess my last little bit, I guess there was some, some news reports coming out today that there has been a new Supergirl cast. Yes, I read that today too. For the Flash solo film. Mm-hmm. If, uh, she's, I guess she was on The Young and the Restless. Her name is Sasha Sasha Kale C-A-L-L-E uh, She's Hispanic act- She's a Hispanic actress. Uh, US uh, Yep, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what they do. And how they're bringing her in now. now this could, if this movie has everyone and everything that they keep talking about being in it, it's going to be a crazy movie. Yeah. Between Michael Keaton returning as Batman, Ben Affleck as Batman, The Flash. I hope they bring in the other Flash. From the, the TV, TV Flash? Show. I hope so. I'd like if they incorporated the, the scene from the TV crossover, but had it from like the other point of view. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like you know if this movie actually happens, it could be interesting. And see, like I said, that's it for me for news. I know Kevin had something else because we talked about it today, and I forgot about it already. Yeah. So um, the uh, the DC Comics character Naomi, created by Brian Bendis when he first came over. Uh, they've optioned her for a TV series for the uh, CW, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh yeah, yeah so was that 
character part of the DCU or no? Yes, she was in Young Justice. And she teamed up with Superman. Okay, so there's, in theory, it might become a new series in that universe? It could. Now, it could. you said, oh, so he, he did he create her for his Young Justice run that he just did? Well, or she there was, was that? that sort of Wonder Comics imprint that yeah. he was involved with. She was part of that. Because I picked up a few issues of that Young Justice. I'm just trying to think of who she was in, who she was um, on the team. Was she the one driving around? The, like, is she the one that's like related to Jonah Hex or something? Or no, no. she. Um, I'll have to look her up later. Yeah, she's got energy powers. I think I don't know oh, much okay. about her. Hmm. Um, yeah, she's with Young Justice. She's a teenage superhero from an alternate Earth that uses energy-based powers. Uh, and she discovered that she was sent to this Earth to be preserved from Zumbado, the destructive conqueror of her birth Earth. Birth Earth. Say that five times five. Yes. Earth, yeah. I was just thinking that. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> and then... So, like I said, oh, I didn't even know. I guess, well... When after you mentioned that, it reminded me of I read there was a uh, uh, Black Lightning is ending this year. This was yeah. its final season, but it has uh, they've announced a uh, a spinoff for Black Lightning with uh, one of the other. What was the character's name again? Uh, uh, Painkiller. Painkiller. Yes, the villain turned hero slash boyfriend of Black Lightning's daughter. So that should be interesting. And then yeah. this week, well, this week we get uh, uh, Superman and Lois starts on the CW. I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm a sucker for a good Superman story. I had so also for- read a rumor that the new Wonder Girl is supposed to be getting some kind of TV um, TV spinoff, too. Hmm. Now, will that be on CW or will that be on HBO Max? I'm not sure. Not sure. Oh, no. I was going to say, I wonder if she's showing up in Titans. No. I I heard they're bringing Donna back on that show. Well, they just killed her off. Spoilers. (laughs) You're supposed to say spoilers and then spoil it. Details. Jason Todd is supposed to turn into Red Hood this season, though. I did hear that. Which doesn't make sense unless they kill him and bring him back to life. Sorry, that's how it works. Anybody else got any news? Brent? Jen? I got one little piece um, that popped up today. Apparently, um, we are getting a new version of The Running Man care of uh, Paramount and director Edgar Wright. So this, uh, this is going to be one of those things that um, it will be based more on the, uh, the Stephen King story than what we got in the Schwarzenegger film. So that, that popped up today and that's kind of interesting. That is interesting. um, I haven't read the actual story in years, but how far is the Schwarzenegger? Like, how far off is that Schwarzenegger movie from that? I've never. Um, I, I remember like uh, a fair amount. Okay. So, so uh, the, that Wonder Girl property that I was talking about, it, they decided to pass on it. It's not going forward as a TV show. It was looked at, but it's not going forward. I just read that online. The other, the other sort of little news story that I had was that Disney today released a video, uh, which is the first promotion for the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. Not many details were announced, just that there's going to be golden trim on the castle and every park's icon is going to sparkle at night. Ooh. Yeah. 
but uh, and that the celebration will start October first, which is the actual anniversary of the of the resort, and it's going to last eighteen months. And it's going to be called. It's got because they have to have a marketing name for it. Yep. It's going to be called the world's most magical celebration. Huzzah! So hopefully I can get down there within the uh, eighteen months of the fiftieth anniversary because I do like a good celebration. <laughs> and Disney. That too. <laughs> A lot of the rides that they were hoping to have open by then are not going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron are not going to be finished. I don't think by the time the the celebration goes, but uh, we'll see. It should still be fun anyway. It's a fun place to be. Magical, even <laughs> the world's most magical. Oh, that Westview place looks pretty magical. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes. Are we move, Are we going there? We we we'll talk about it a little bit. We we won't dedicate as much as we have the last <laughs> few weeks. Well, we it's not as that, much to talk but... about. We'll we'll do our fir- our first subject first. We'll finish with our spoilery one division update. <laughs> So, Jen, this was your idea. Actually, it was you... Brent's idea. I just really liked it, and I got a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. So, uh, I, I guess I'll explain the rules of the game. Uh, now, granted, I took this from uh, the uh, the internet. I think it was a Twitter feed. And <laughs> Probably. We've, I've mentioned it before on the show, or we were going to do it before, and then some bigger news popped up, and we ended up doing that, or a movie or something. Right. Um, so the, the game is you take a movie, and you get to keep one actor from that film, and every other actor is a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, there, there are two styles you can do this in. You can go the, um, what was that, uh, Melissa McCarthy movie called that they did with Brian Henson? Oh, the Smile Time Murders or something. Yeah. 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 Happy Time Murders. Happy Time. And it's just like one human actor and the rest are Muppets and stuff like that. Um, or... If you want to go like real Muppety, you can recast the Muppets with specific Henson Muppets. <laughs> if, if you want to go whole hog. So, so uh, who wants to go first? This is like a, a really good time to do this because uh, the Muppet show is now on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of why I, I thought it would work out pretty well. Okay, I can go yeah. first. I have made one small okay. tweak in that I chose a television series instead of a movie, but it still works. Okay, I'll, I'll allow it. Thank you, thank you. So <laughs> the um, the uh, the show that we're going to be watching is The Muppet Expanse. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the main the main core cast of the expanse is the crew of the small ship the Rosinante and it is a crew of four and so uh, as Captain James Holden sort of the emotional center sometimes leads with his heart more than his brain you've got to have Kermit the Frog because he is the leader of the Muppets um, then you've got your um, your uh, go-getter um engineer and she really knows what she's doing i don't know if miss piggy always knows what she's doing but she has the confidence to make us think that she knows what she's doing so piggy (laughs) will be playing naomi uh in the role of alex the pilot who again um is more sort of a heart and home but also wacky goofy kind of guy um uh sort of in the off in his off time, that's got to be Gonzo the Great as Alex. And then as your uh, big, t- t- tough, dumb guy who... Hey, he's uh, not dumb. No, he's not dumb. 
he's, uh, you know, he's a point him at your enemy and let him go and wail on him. That's uh, that's Amos on The Expanse. He will be played by Animal um, because Animal, again, not dumb, but you can um, have him un- unleash some fury on 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 somebody. The uh, the one human I would keep is Shora Agdashlu as Secretary General of the United Nations, Christian Avasarala, uh, because I don't want my Muppets to swear, and Christian needs to be uh, to be still as foul-mouthed as she is already. <laughs> um, I was trying to come up with a good character for Fozzie, and I think the best I could come up with for Fozzie would be Detective Miller, who sort of kicks off the whole mystery of the first season again, because he's, he's really just stumbling into things. He's, uh, and he thinks Miller sometimes thinks he's smarter than he actually is or funnier than he actually is. And that's Fozzie's problem too. So Fozzie will be detective Miller who gets taken up. Uh, well, I won't say what happens to Miller because some of our listeners may not have watched the expanse yet. So there's my, um, there's my cast for the expanse. Awesome. As, as a fan of the Expanse, I approve of that of that casting. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was going to say we got to leave it up to Ryan because he's the one who's seen it. <laughs> I you know when uh, I, I wanted to co- come up with a with a uh, a sort of ensemble piece, and the, the Expanse sure is that. So, um, and you can have you know maybe Muppet penguins as various belters, um, Janice. Janice could be um, drummer, uh, the 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 Belter captain, who's a very good friend of Naomi's. You she know, has the right body type. She does. She yeah. looks very similar to her. Oh, uh, Rolf <laughs> the dog as Fred Johnson. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. There's the expanse. I love Muppets. The Muppet Expanse. Alrighty, uh, Ryan, do you want to go next? No. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still working on mine. All right. Jen, why don't you go then? All right. So, um, as soon as Brett brought up this idea, this movie popped into my head and I'm like, this is perfect. So I picked the princess bride. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) So the human actor is of course, Carrie Elwes, or however you pronounce his last name, as Wesley. Oh. And then everybody else are are Muppets, obviously. So we've got uh, the grandpa, uh, the narrator is Kermit, and Fred Savage is Robin. Okay. So you have Kermit reading the story to Robin. Uh, Buttercup is obviously Miss Piggy. Okay. You have to have Miss Piggy in there somewhere. Uh, (laughs) I hope I got all the characters. Uh, Fezzik would be Sweetums. Because uh-huh. you need somebody big. Yep. Vizzini would be Uncle Deadly. Okay. And Inigo Montoya would be Pepe the Prawn. <laughs> Mostly because I Evo want Montoya. to see him in a sword okay. fight with Carrie Elves. <laughs> you killed my father, okay? <laughs> Prepare to die, okay? <laughs> uh... I changed a couple of these around. So for Prince Humperdinck, I put Link Hogthrob. Ooh. Because I was, I, I'm like, you need somebody who's kind of handsome but conceited. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Link Hogthrob. For Count Rugen, the six fingered man, I have either Bunsen Honeydew or Bobo the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Bunsen Honeydew because he's kind of the scientist, like when he yeah. goes and does the device, right? And you don't really ever see him fighting. But also, Bunsen Honeydew's not... Well, I guess he's evil to Beaker. So, I don't know. So, Bunsen Honeydew. For Miracle Max, I have Gonzo. Uh-huh. And uh, his wife, Valerie, would be Camilla, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the albino, the, the the guy in the in the cave, would be Chip the IT guy. Because <laughs> he creeps me out, man. Yep. yep. That Muppet creeps me right out. Uh, the, clergy, the clergyman... Who does the marriage speech would be yep. uh, Sam Eagle. <laughs> the old love, king's true love. <laughs> it's an the American old... thing. 
<laughs> the old king would be Fozzie and the old queen would be Fozzie's mom. <laughs> and then Yellen, the, the guy with the mustache, who's Humperdinck's like confidant, would be Big Mean Carl. Or possibly the Swedish chef. <laughs> I like Big Mean Carl. <laughs> Did I get everybody? That's everybody in the movie pretty much, right? Pretty All the much. Characters. Yeah. So I would love to see that movie. <laughs> that would be fun. I should put this. We should put that out on 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 uh, Twitter and see if uh, Carrie Elwes uh, goes along with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fun. Ryan, do you have yours sorted out yet? No, not really. Or should we throw it to Brent? Yep. Brent said he had a really <laughs> okay. good one. So go for it, Brent. So. Uh... The human actor I am keeping in this particular film is Morgan Freeman. Uh-huh. And the film is a remake of 1995's Seven. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Morgan Freeman retains his role as Detective Lieutenant William Somerset. Uh-huh. Uh, taking over Brad Pitt's part of Detective David Mills is Kermit the Frog. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Gwyneth Paltrow's role of uh, Tracy Mills is obviously Miss Piggy. Yeah, because she's the only female Muppet. Yeah. Well, one of. <laughs> well, well, one of the main ones. And uh, the the only other two main parts, uh, the police captain, I was thinking uh, Sam Eagle for the police captain, mm-hmm. who is uh, played by Arlie Emery in the film, the everybody's favorite Marine drill sergeant. Yeah. And uh, as the role of John Doe, the uh, serial killer in the film, I'm going with uh, Uncle Deadly. Because I could just see like his speeches being done in that over the top, like Vincent Pricey sort of voice, mm. and think it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, like it's the exact same film. I'm not changing the dialogue really. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? <sighs> it's wrong. So just as wrong. soon as you said. <laughs> As soon as you said Morgan Freeman, I was like, you cannot do March of the Penguins where all of the penguins are Muppets, although that would also be awesome. Oh, my mind immediately went to Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) Muppet Shawshank Redemption? (laughs) Although now I kind of want to watch March of the Penguins when all of the the penguins are those penguin Muppets. (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. I watched a D23 video yesterday that they released uh, Muppet Celebration for the 30th anniversary of Muppet Treasure Island. And uh, they were talking to Brian Henson, who was a kid when the Muppet Show was going on. He was in boarding school most of the time, but uh, on vacations, he would spend his time just hanging out backstage at the Muppet Show. And it was actually Brian Henson as a teenager who created the first Muppet Penguin. Aww. Yep. All and the now there's reason a, to like him. Now they're a mainstay of the Muppets. I love the Muppet Penguins. <laughs> All right, Ryan, time's up. Oh okay. yeah. So here's my biggest problem with this is that I don't know a lot of Muppets names. Yes, I enjoy the Muppet Show. Uh, who doesn't? But uh-huh. I, other than the, outside the main cast, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> so you're gonna have to help me. Okay. I've picked, of course. Ghostbusters. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Now, of course, uh, see that was the, 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 the I bounced around with who do I keep? Like, who's the human? Like, do you have do you keep Bill Murray and have Bill Murray act with a bunch of Muppets? Because mm-hmm. that would be classic. Uh-huh. Or do you replace him and you keep somebody? Uh, you know, like so. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know who I would keep? The guy from the EPA. No, see, well, I had a thought for the. I thought that might be a good spot for uh, Sam the Eagle to be yeah. the bureaucrat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but that guy's already like banging his head against the wall to try to shut things down. Imagine if he was banging his head against the wall and it was all Muppets. True, 
But he's not in the movie a whole lot. Yeah, you kind of want the human to be somebody who's in the movie a fair bit, Mm. I would think. Or maybe Rick Moranis. You could keep Rick Moranis. Yeah, I thought of that too. Or keep um, Sigourney Weaver. No, I think it would be funnier if Miss Piggy was played that role. Mm-hmm. And okay, in that case, turn into a terror dog. Yeah, in that case, keep Rick Moranis because. Or what if you kept Janine? Yeah, having her, having her have to corral all these Muppets. Yeah, but she's not in the movie a whole lot either, is she? As much as Rick Moranis. Maybe keep Dan Aykroyd. Maybe, but I was thinking that. Um, the professor uh, uh, and Beaker would be a good Egon and uh, and Ray combo. I was thinking that too. Maybe we keep Winston. Yeah. The straight man. Then who's P- who plays Peter? Do we put, you know, Kermit as the lead, or not quite? You know, it would make sense if Piggy's Dana. Hmm. I don't know. Who's Rick Moranis? He's the nerdy accountant that lives across the hall no, from like, Dana. <laughs> no, I know what who Muppet? he is. I was like, who? What Muppet? Okay. Oh, what's hmm. the... Um, uh, I mean, the he orange... the creepy IT guy. <laughs> who, who's what the, the orange one that, that runs the uh, backstage on the Muppet Oh, show? Scooter. Scooter. Oh, actually, oh. yeah, Scooter would be a good... Because he's got, he's got yeah. nerdy... Uh, I'm just then, trying to think of somebody uh, to play Venkman. Who... You do Fozzie as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> or the Swedish Chef as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I'm trying to think of who the most sarcastic Muppet is. Who gives who gives one-liner put-downs. Mm. What if like it was Statler or Waldorf? <laughs> or, or you could do kind of like what they did in... Uh... Muppets Christmas Carol and just use them both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just create a new character so that there's they turn one character into two. They're that, the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> if or, you were or they're the EPA. Two, they're the, the, what are they? The Vizzini brothers or whatever? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're, the, they're the brothers that got the chair. Yeah, they died in their chairs. In the old Muppet Theater chairs. That's where they died. They're back and to Which them. Muppet plays the Kristen Wig part? <laughs> and silence. Uh, the one from the band. Janice. Oh, nice follow through from Ryan. <laughs> now, if you stuck with classic Ghostbusters, Janice would have to be Janine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah, mm. Muppets are fun. So, Muppet Ghostbusters. Yeah. Who's Good Slimer? Choice. Good choices by all. <laughs> who's Slimer? Uh, oh, um, who's the one, that one that with the big mouth that eats everybody? It's one of oh, the Carl, big Carl. <laughs> That's Big Mean Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have to find oh, a spot for Sweetums, though. You know who should play Peter Venkman then? Oscar the Grouch. He's not a Muppet oh. show. Ooh, that's but a good pick. <laughs> that's a good pick. Doesn't quite have the same on-screen chemistry with Miss Piggy, but uh, no. but he's got the, the right attitude. Yes. And then Big Bird as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, I like it. I like that one. <laughs> and he's apologizing every time he steps oh, on a sorry. building. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, get out of the way. Look out. <laughs> and who plays uh, Gozer? The Count. <laughs> Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Elmo. It might be easier <laughs> to cast Ghostbusters with Sesame Street Muppets than with Muppet Show Muppets. <laughs> yeah. 
I even thought of that. We might have to do another round of this at a different date. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. Are... Bert and Ernie are Egon and, and Ray. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I can see that. And oh. Grover is Winston. Yep. <laughs> Cute. I'd watch all those movies. Uh-huh. Mm. And Snuffleupagus is that is, demon is dog. Slimer. He's Slimer because he's not real. Oh, aren't there those demon dogs that come to life? They're like statues or something? Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, the, uh, that's the, well, the two of them become the demon dogs, right? Thanks. I think you just get some generic Muppet dogs for those. They don't think yeah. they have to be specific Muppets. Uh, I was thinking Snuffleupagus and Barkley from Muppet, from Sesame Street. Remember that big orange or two, floppy? Or two Barkleys. Yeah. Well, that was fun. <laughs> I, I had another thought for the expanse. Marco Inaros, who's the bat main bad guy in season five, I think Link Hogthrob should be Marco Inaros because he's he's very high on himself. <laughs> and he's Naomi's ex, so he would play well off of Piggy, who already hates Link, so <laughs> Is that the the one of the pigs from the the, he's the, the captain of the swine of the, truck on pigs yeah, in space? Pigs yeah. in space. Okay. Yeah. Plus, he's all, already a spaceship captain. So yeah. yeah. Well. So he theoretically knows how to fly. Exactly. But actually, doesn't. Nope. <laughs> well, with that, we come to the uh, the end of a, a quick episode this week. Uh, we're probably going to have more to talk about coming up because. Lord knows we have the end of uh, WandaVision on its way, and we have yeah. the start of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and there's a couple movies that seem to be creeping our way slowly but surely. So, Now, um, did we want to touch on this week's episode of WandaVision before we leave? Uh, we can a little bit. Uh, it was we've awesome. all seen it, right? Yeah. Spoiler warning. Spoilers for the entire series of WandaVision up until the date of February 19th. <laughs> this was so good. Okay. So we got it. So uh, we, get, we got Agatha right. I'm nope. still not convinced that she's the big bad. No. I was hoping that she, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that, I'm still hoping that she's not the bad, but that I like, that she's kind of like the other magical person who is, Looking out for Wanda, but I don't know now based on my no, that theme song made it yeah. clear yeah. that she's the bad guy. My well, theory well, is she's a bad guy. Yeah, my I don't think is that she's sold. using Wanda to try to stop another bad guy. That's my theory, is that something mm-hmm. bigger might be coming along and Agatha is trying to use Wanda's powers to stop it. That's that's sort of my theory. Because I like Agatha, I like Agnes too much to have her be the bad, bad guy. I don't want yeah. her to be the bad, bad guy. But I loved her theme song. <laughs> Especially at the end. And I killed Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that to me says she's the bad guy. She admits to killing a dog. Or they want you to think that. Yeah. yeah she's also messing. She's been mess, just, she admits she's just messing with Wanda. So I don't know if she, the part of me wonders if she just was living there the whole time and then got caught in this and was like, what the hell? And was like, oh, my God. And so she's like, oh, yeah, you think you're a magic user, eh? And then just has been she, messing with her the whole time. The only thing that doesn't Wanda there. I don't think she enticed her there. I think she just happened to be there. And then, well, and then whoever the real bad guy is that got her there, that sent her there probably has something to do with that. Like, she could be caught in the middle of a battle between these two other people, right? Like but, Wanda is caught in the middle. Uh, the thing that I don't get yet is what her conversation with Vision last week, how that fits in. If she's if she's all evil, like it really did would was she faking that whole thing? Well, we yeah. know and she was faking part she... of it. It showed that she was faking, like, the... Yeah, because you saw her, her turn and look at the camera, and like, oh, yeah. oh. She wasn't out of it at all during that part. Uh. Which means Vision also didn't wake her up. No. Mm. 
because mm. she was never asleep. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we've got so, two episodes left, and uh, um, I, I just can't wait. I love that I don't know, too. I love that we're seven episodes in and we don't know. I also love that you can see the exact moment when Monica gets superpowers. Yes. <laughs> I was like, and now she's got superpowers. Yeah. yeah. I like Darcy became the escape artist when she um, when she crossed over. Yeah. That's an interesting foreshadowing, I think. Well, she was chained up, so it makes sense. But she wasn't handcuffed yeah. to the car. There might be more to it than that. That's the problem. Well, that's the good and bad thing about this show is that you're always like, is it what it is or is it hinting at something? Is it more than what it's going to be? Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. And then I mentioned to to Brent while we were watching it. I'm like, I wonder what the rewatchability of this show is going to be, because right now it's super exciting because we have no idea where we have. Yeah, we have no idea really what's how it's going to end. So once we know how it's going to end, is it still going to be as exciting to watch it again? I don't know. I think at least the second viewing, it'll kind of be like the, the usual suspects in a weird way. Like you're looking for all the clues. Yeah, you're looking for as the hints. You go so along. Like, oh, that's no. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. And because yeah, now you can go back and try to see all the spots where Agatha or Agnes was being evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you guys. There's the scene at the beginning, near the beginning of the episode, where Wanda is in the kitchen and she's getting a bowl of cereal and the milk keeps changing and all that. Was there a radio playing in that scene? I don't because, remember. Because no. I had the closed captions on, and there was all of this dialogue that was obviously a radio DJ, but I couldn't hear anything. Huh. I turned the volume the, way up. I know the TV was on in the other room. Oh, maybe it was the TV. Well, what did the captions say? Uh, basically, it was talking about the radio station like WNDA and the DJ's name was RJ and and uh, I have to look at it again but I watched it twice and I'm like there's no sound here but I'm seeing captions and I didn't know if that was a weird glitch or if that was the way it was hmm. I don't know I'll have to look at it again hmm. yeah I don't know I don't remember hearing a radio or but I mean, I usually don't pay that much attention to the background sounds. <laughs> and well, um, now we know who brought who brought Pietro back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We also know that the theory that uh, sword wasn't disposing of vision. They were trying to bring him back online. It's a sentient weapon. Yeah, as a weapon, so, though. Yeah, which is... So she, Wanda probably figured, found that out. Yeah. And was like, nah and went, that's what triggered her. Yeah. Oh, totally. So this was the first episode with a post credit scene. Yes. And um, did you notice that uh, that Monica's eyes went purple at the end? Like she's yep. under control now too, so yes, I saw that. And who is Pietro? I think he's still. I think he's the the uh, Quicksilver from the X Men universe, you or do? like a variation I hope so. of. I I have so you know how there's that ad in the episode for the the for Nexus, the Nexus drug, yeah. So it, apparently in certain versions of, well, certain periods of Wanda's history in the comic books, she is referred to as kind of like a nexus point for magic and like superpowers or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's hinting at. I think that's it's- why they want whoever is the big bad at the end of the day wants control of her is to open up the doors to the multiverse. You don't think it refers to the nexus of all realities, which is a thing in the Marvel universe. It's the point where, where the multiverse where you can cross over from one universe to the other. It's a major concept in the man thing comics. It might, but I I think at any rate that whoever's the, she is the key to opening up the multiverse. 
Did you and, notice that was the drug she was taking when she was trying to deal with her headaches? She was taking Nexus pills? No. Oh, no, I didn't oh, no, notice I didn't. that. So do you think that Doctor Strange is going to show up for the end of this? Mm. I think so. Uh, we know this bridges so into the Doctor Strange movie, so I think I think that's part of the last episode. That that yeah. might it be might just be for like a couple seconds. But... ten that we've heard rumors about it is was the sword agent that they went to see to get the um, space buggy. Was that the aerospace engineer that Monica was talking about, or do you think that was just the person who delivered the space buggy? I don't know. Because I assumed if, it was. They, yeah. I mean, they, they built up this aerospace engineering friend of Monica's to a pretty big extent. And for it just to be some person we've never heard of before, that's a bit of a letdown. They didn't really build her up too much. They just said, I know, she just said, I know a guy. Yeah, it's been us building it, building it up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, because it makes me... I'm uncertain just because the person was there in, in like all in fatigues, like a total camouflage, like army outfit, which makes me think they're just like another person that works at sword, not necessarily a high tech, you know, science space engineer. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we've seen the, the engineer that they were referring to yet. No, because if we had, they, I don't think they would have made such a big deal out of it. Right. Yeah, we'll find out. Now, did you guys hear Captain Marvel when she was going through the trying to break into the yep. to the hex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, and here's the tie back to Captain Marvel. That was dialogue right from the Captain Marvel movie, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, I believe it was. It sounded like it was. So good. <gasps> it's just such a good show. Mm. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how it ends. Yeah. yeah. All righty. So, uh, geek picks? Anyone? <laughs> I'll go first. My geek pick will be tonight. I uh, before the episode, uh, before we started recording this episode. I started watching The Muppet Show, which is now available on Disney Plus. Yeah, so that's that's uh, my geek pick. And so I only, I've watched the first two episodes, and my first takeaways are in those early episodes, Miss Piggy does not sound like Miss Piggy. Right? No, it takes her a while. She was played by a different actor at the time. Yeah, which just didn't take over and it's until halfway. Funny. The, they do the ballroom dancing sketch in both episodes. In one of them, I don't know if it's, I think it was the, maybe it might have been the first one. In one of the two, there is another actor, uh, another Muppet in that scene that has the Miss Piggy voice. Mm. Uh, so I thought that was funny, or at least very interesting. And uh, there was, oh, there was another one. Another takeaway like that that I that I noticed, but oh shit, I don't remember. That was the biggest weirdest part was that Piggy doesn't sound like Piggy in those first couple of episodes. But you know, it's fun. You gotta love the Muppets. <laughs> well, like any show, the first couple episodes are usually kind of rocky, and then it finds its groove and away it goes. Right? So. Oh yeah. Um, if you really want to see the Muppets um, in in a weird sort of proto state, there were two pilots for the Muppet Show. Uh, one was called the Muppets Valentine Special, and it had Mia Farrow as a guest star, and it's a little weird. But the one you want to ch- look for is Muppets Sex and Violence, which was an unaired pilot for the Muppet Show that was made a few oh, yeah. years before before that. It's actually on the DVD sets, I think. So. Oh, okay. Well, we we've got we, the first we heard about two that. Three. Yeah, we heard about that. Um, we watched a documentary on on Jim Henson, and we heard about that show, that pitch that he had. It's, it's he available did, to yeah, find online did. if if it's not on that DVD. But I think cool. it is on the season one DVD. Uh, my turn for geek picks. Yeah, go ahead. 
I am going to talk about international reality television because that's what I have been wasting my brain space on. Uh, so I have been watching the great Canadian baking show, The Amazing Race Australia, and RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So uh, all three of those shows are fun. Uh, and it's been kind of interesting to watch reality television from different parts of the world. Amazing Race Australia, they just keep changing the rules. And <laughs> we're at episode seven, and we still have like ten teams left. And uh, they just added a team. I'm like, you can't add a team on leg seven. That's not fair. But they did because it's Australia and they filmed it during the pandemic. So it's sort of like Amazing Race Canada in that it's all set in Australia. They don't leave the country. So it's kind of cool to see different parts of Australia. But uh, there are just parts of the race where I'm like, it's just not fair what they're doing. You can't do that. You can't break the rules of the game. But they do. And eh. Australians, what do they know? <laughs> And great Canadian baking show. It's just nice. It's nice to watch nice people make nice cakes in a nice tent. It always makes me want to eat cake. I, and I, baked, I, go and... <laughs> I baked cookies yesterday. So See? <laughs> and then yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race UK is just fun. I like the drag race shows. They're, these are very talented people. And uh, RuPaul lost her shit on some of the contestants last week. And that was fun to watch. So. They had to take a break for seven months when the COVID um, epidemic started. So they did like four episodes, four or five episodes. And then there was a message like, yep, we're all going home. And the next episode said seven months later, we all went home for seven months. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of interesting too. So international reality television. All righty. My turn. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I can't remember if this was my geek pick already. Um, did I do a book called A Court of Thorn and Roses? I don't think so. If I did, I'm doing it again. So anyway. a lot of books, and I'm not sure which ones are which. Yeah, so this is a series that... <laughs> fair enough. This is a series that I've been reading and listening to um, in my commute to work. Uh, it's by Sarah J. Mass, M-A-A-S, and it's called A Court... The first book is called A Court of Thorn and Roses, and it's a fantasy uh fantasy series set in um well in a fantasy world but it's like a fairy fantasy so there is magic but it's like there's the fairies and the humans so it's about a human girl who kills a fairy and then without realizing it uh then in order to basically keep the peace between the fairy realm and the human realm one of the high lords of the fairy world takes her to his court and says, well, now you have to live here forever as a payment. Otherwise you've voided the treaty that, that we've had for 500 years and the fairies can attack the world. Uh, so it kind of starts off as almost like a beauty and the beast type of a premise, but I'm on book three now or four. Let me look. One, two, three. I'm on book four now <laughs> and it starts off Beauty and the Beast, but it really takes a hard left turn. And there's this huge big war, and I don't want to spoil it, but it's really awesome. Um, and it, I think it's a little bit more of an R-rated YA book. Like, it would, I would not let a young teen read it because there's some uh, sexy scenes in it. Ooh. But <laughs> it's really good. So the first one is called A Court of Thorn and Roses. Then there's A Court of Mist and Fury. Then A Court of Wings and Ruin then A Court of Frost and Starlight, and then the last one that's coming out, it says February 2021, but I don't know when, is A Court of Silver Flames, and I hope that's the last one, because I don't want to wait a year before the next book comes out. <laughs> you know, you're on a run. You want to keep going. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I recommend this series. She's written a bunch of different series that uh, are very, I've heard are very good. This is the first series that I've read. But she also wrote uh, a Catwoman book called Soul Stealer. So if you're interested in a book about Catwoman written by Sarah J. Mass, uh, there's also that. I have not read it, but I mean, based on the ones I have read, she is an excellent author. 
So that's my that's my geek pick. Cool. All right, and for mine, we're going with something that uh, Kevin mentioned a couple times in uh, last year, and that is the Good Place, which you can currently find on Canadian Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen and I are working our way through season four, and it's just such a great show. Is it good? Well- yeah, it's just so well put together. Um, I have no idea how it's going to end, which I kind of like. But uh, yeah, so uh, it's it's hilarious uh, and awesome. Yeah, it's one of those shows that I don't want it to end, but I have a feeling the end is going to be very satisfactory. Mm-hmm. I hope so. We finally made it through uh, all eight seasons of Castle. And the end was very not satisfactory. Oh, and I was whoa. very disappointed. That the good place even was a, a a bit of a a whiff. Yeah. <laughs> the good place has a very good ending. Oh, good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the good place you can watch it on uh, Netflix in Canada. I assume it's probably Hulu in the states, but uh, uh, I think it's Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's NBC, isn't it? Yeah. Alrighty, well, that's it for this show. So we'll go around the table, and everybody can plug their various things. Okay. I gotta look up when my next thing is happening. So somebody else start. Uh, <laughs> episode ten of Stage Whispers just got released in the past week. Uh, we talked to um, the the Playwrights Guild of Canada about what they've been doing through the pandemic and give you all the local theater buzz that's going on right now. Um, so that is the latest thing that's come out. And there'll be a new episode of uh, Galaxy Class this week where we are doing one of our fun what-if episodes where we take an episode and say, well, what if it happened this way? And uh, that will be out this uh, Friday as you hear that. So, um, yep, that's what I'm working on right now. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. So, Sailor Snacking, still going on. Uh, There are three episodes left in season one. Uh, So our next one is coming out, if my dates are correct, which they aren't always. Should be out March 1st, right? Mm -hmm. No, because that's uh, a Monday, isn't it? Yeah, Monday it comes out. Oh my god, it's late. It's not even that late. I'm old. So yeah. (laughs) That, so that's uh, episode 21 of the podcast, where we cover episodes 41 and 42 of the of the show. And um, yeah, after that, there's only two more episodes. And then I guess uh, Tracy and I have to start recording again. So if anybody would like to be a guest on Sailor Snacking, send us an email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Ryan? My turn? Ah, okay. Well, just... Uh... Just this past week, episode two of Tales from the Collectiverse, uh, hosted by myself and uh, Snowhawk Cosplay, Ed Campbell, uh, was released. Uh, we're having fun recording this one, and uh, yeah, you'll give it a listen. You can find us, we have an Instagram now called, uh, it's, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Tales, oh crap, what is it, Tales from the Collectiverse? I don't That's know. what your show's called. I, I take- I take it Ed handles the Instagram. I have it. He just, yeah, he set it up. It is Tales from Collector Verse. No, there's no the. All one word. Tales from Collector Verse. That's what throws me off. You know, those, them there, Instagram handles and all that. And these kids nowadays. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've been posting the stuff up on there. Uh, actually, Ed gave a quick uh, little tour of the bunker. You can find that little Instagram video on our on our feed. So, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, so we're having fun with it. So give us a listen. Give us your feedback. Let us see your collections. Cool. Um. So for me, uh, <laughs> uh I just found out before uh, we went on air that unfortunately the dark side is no more at Max FM. Um. No ill will towards them. It was. A long shot, the show even happening in the first place. Um, But uh, I will say 
that it might not be over over. We just might be taking a bit of a hiatus. Hmm. Um, I am going to look for other avenues for the show to appear. Um, so stay tuned to all that, like the Facebook feed and the, uh, the, the Twitter feed were all me to begin with. That had nothing to do with the station. So um, the, the interesting thing is um, basically I own the show. I never signed anything over to them. I never signed any contest papers, nothing. So at the moment, I think I'm uh, free and clear to do whatever the hell I want with it. (laughs) So, so we will see it it may pop up otherwhere. Um, I I've got some friends in radio that I'm consulting with, shall we say, and seeing if there might not be a new home for it. Um, in the meantime, uh, there's this show, Turn Rock Nerds. Uh, I am working on doing an extra in video form for next week. Um, well, I'm going to record it next week. Who knows when it will appear? Because I have to learn how to video edit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so stay tuned to uh, True North Nerds. And um, we should say, uh, by the time this episode airs, or shortly after, you may find that the website, truenorthnerds.com, disappears for a little bit. Um, we are shifting things around and doing a rebuild. So um, it's going to be offline for a little while, but it uh, it looks like it's going to come back in in a different form as well. But so right. just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, and that's it for this episode. Join us in two weeks for uh, something else. <laughs> well, it'll be the end of WandaVision in two weeks, so I think that might be worth talking about. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> well, that's assuming there isn't that mystery 10th episode that we keep dun, hearing. Dun, dun. About. Mm-hmm. But uh, we shall see. We shall. Um, so until next time, uh, come back in two weeks for that and come back next week for uh, Sailor Snacking. Woohoo! Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us. So set your phasers to sexy. It's the way we read your books that